Episode 265 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you for a summer edition. It's always the fun the summer on. The heat wave edition. Nick, what's your impression of s'mores? Do you like s'mores? Uh, so, no, I don't care for s'mores myself, but my kids love making them, so I like the activity of s'mores. Does that make sense? Yeah, I find it to be a disastrous process that's highly overrated, oh, and the I'm end product free, is I'm awful. A pro. Like I am, because so, yeah. I have a fire outdoor. Yeah, I know fire you pit. did. My daughter raves about your s'mores yeah, making so, ability, so but it's the like, just I, the bottom line is I have is, a separate bag with the s'mores stuff in it. I bring that out. I, I okay. So here's what ends up happening. I'm choking to death the second I eat it, right? And then I'm like, how do I? What do I do with the rest of this? That's all over my hands. And how do I clean myself up? Because I'm outside in a fire, nowhere near any amenities that I'm used to having. That's what I don't like. I will give you the, uh, if you want to have the best s'more you ever had. Okay. Nick's giving a summer s'mores tip here. You can either do this with or without peanut butter on one side of the graham cracker. Ooh. But this is how you make the perfect s'more. Pro tip. Pro tip here. You use Hershey's chocolate bar. Right? Okay, right. Just a plain Hershey's Standard chocolate Standard Hershey's chocolate bar. Put yourself the graham cracker. You break the graham cracker in half. Put four squares of the Hershey bar on the one side. Yep. Okay. One marshmallow. And then again could do with or without peanut butter on the other side. Okay. You wrap that in aluminum foil. Okay? Ooh, okay. Then you heat the entire thing inside the aluminum foil. The chocolate melts, the s'more, you know, the marshmallow uh-huh. melts, and then you just unwrap it. And there you have the perfect. And so this is not a 
hey, I've set the marshmallow ablaze, and that, now I am blowing to... You do that for fun? Right. For the but activity that is, of but just that is not how you setting make marshmallows a on fire? S'more. But if you want to make the proper s'more, wrap it in tinfoil. All right. Well, this, Nick, is uh, a question that I think falls right into that, that uh, conversation of summertime things, because I could ask this a lot of different ways, and... I don't know which way the crowd's going to get it versus which way you're going to get it, but this is just one of the most fascinating things that I, I learned very recently. So, um, are you aware of who created the air conditioner? Carrier. Carrier, correct. Nick is Going all to over Syracuse, that. you kind of have to you know You kind of have to know carrier. about the history of the air conditioner. Now, I bet you don't know this. Do you know what industry he accidentally created the air conditioner to service? Willis Carrier was an um, was an engineer. He right. did not set out to invent the air conditioner for specific reasons at all. He was hired by a company in a particular industry to solve a problem. Okay, and that's that's your question. Now I give so, away that information in the thing, but since you knew Carrier so quickly, because you of course right. went to Syracuse. So uh, you, so you're saying like it, it, does this not have to do with refrigeration? No, okay. nothing to do with refrigeration. All right. Gosh, I was shocked when I because I, I assumed a hundred percent. Is it a type of transportation industry? No, hmm. I really don't. I don't really don't know that. I was thinking something like to cool, to cool an engine. Or, it was it, an it, industry or, in New York City in the early nineteen hundreds that like was the elevator. Elevators. No. Okay, so I'll ask. This is how. Since okay. you already got the answer right. right, giving his name to the first company that created air conditioning. Who was hired to help the public? Uh, publishing industry make ink dry faster. I had no idea. So the reason why was in the summertime, the newspapers couldn't typeset. The The humidity in New York was so bad that all of the paper was getting warped, and then when they were printing, the ink wouldn't dry. So they needed they needed a cool... They needed to drain the humidity out of the room, not necessarily to cool it, just enough to drain the humidity out so the ink would set on the typeset. So they brought in this engineer. He's like, okay, I could figure this out. He figured out how to run uh, over coil, uh, you know, run air over coil, cooling it down. Everybody that worked at this publishing company was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to eat lunch in that room. It's perfectly tempered and it's 100 degrees everywhere else. So he was like, oh, maybe this thing is probably good to cool down rooms, even if it's not for ink. <laughs> Which you think about it, dude, it is 100 degrees outside as we talk about this right now. Like I, I mean, the the innovation that that gave to like the South. Imagine, oh my like, God, the difference of being in like Alabama today, dude. Nevada, it's, it's one hundred and fifteen degrees. You're yeah. not settling the desert, right? <laughs> like I can assure you, right. no one's out there. Yeah, air conditioning changed. Willis changed Carrier, the and then of course now the Carrier Dome is no longer the Carrier Dome. They bought out the rights. Do you know that? Syracuse no. signed a deal in perpetuity forever. Giving away those naming rights for ten million bucks the day that thing was signed. Okay. Really? Yeah. And they had to buy it back from Carrier, who's pretty much out of that area now and, and doesn't even like they're so like what's it called? Uh they're trying to sell the naming rights. It's okay. gonna be called something else. But there What other what other major industry is it? It's uh, probably something stupid. What's that supermarket related? everybody loves? Wegmans. The Wegmans Dome. <laughs> Wegmans Dome. Let's do it. Wegmans subs. All right, what do you got for me? Uh Okay, uh, what celebrity couple has married after 
over 20 years since they first started dating. I know the answer to this. They honeymooned in Paris. is adorable. They got married in a drive-thru, which is funny. In Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they went to honeymoon in Paris. Okay, yeah. that's better so this than, is, I didn't uh, know that they uh, honeymooned in Paris. They, they took a private jet to Paris. You so imagine you having feel... that much money? Yeah, they just wanted to get it done, you know, it's quick only, without you know, it was, paparazzi. It was the last four months, to see, well, why spend a whole lot of money? On that's, I think that's probably what they were thinking. <laughs> let's spend, let's enjoy it while while it lasts. Say we got it done, but of course, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Of course, everyone knows Ben Affleck being my all time favorite actor across all genres. Uh, of film and media. <laughs> Entertainment's number one guy. Number one guy. Not at all a disingenuous phony. No. No, 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 no. We're talking absolute genuine. Um, Nick, I got true or false questions for you. One is cute. The other is funny. Er, what do you want? Funnier. True or false? Sperm whales. Everybody loves sperm whales, right? Just because of their name. Our name, because their shape resembles a human sperm. I'm going to say that's false. It is false. All right. Nice work. Felt good about that one. Do you know why they're called sperm whales? No. They have. But I think if it was because of that, I would have known. Right. That, that's where they I have could a eliminate. substance on their head called like a spermadelin, right? Okay. I, I, I know and, what you're and talking that's about. Yeah, that's what's that. uh, harvested for like way uh, for uh, lamps and stuff. What uh, okay. the Jap- whale oil? Yeah, whale oil. Right. So it's not actually oil. It's this substance called spermaceutin. Okay. And the sperm whale has the. Mo- I'm butchering it, folks. I don't. I'm not a scientist. Uh, but you, you get the point. So gotcha. that's that's why they call it the sperm whale. And because people one. heard that and they're like, "Well, that's funny." That is. Right. <laughs> Let's go with that. But Nick finally got the true-false monkey off his back. All right. The other one, by the way, was true or false, babies can be born freckled. Hmm? Kanze? All right, her. well, I mean, I have a daughter who I was there when she was born, and, man, she got freckles. So, can I think back to that day? <laughs> was she freckled? Isn't that great? I'm going to say False. You're right. Yeah. They cannot be. It comes from exposure to sun, so they wouldn't even show up. It's impossible to show up. That's crazy. How about that? Yeah. There you go. Good stuff there on the True False this week. Thank you. I like those. All right. uh, The Ghost Face Mask. You're familiar with that. Worn in the Scream franchise? Yeah, of course. That was inspired from Edward Munch's painting. By what artist's work? There you go. Edward Edward Munch. Edward Munch. The Scream. The Scream. Right. Absolutely. That's like... The totality of my art knowledge is, is like <laughs> is like Starry Night, Scream, in yeah, Starry the... Night, Edward Munch, like uh, what, what's the uh, the uh, the Night Watch, uh, Rembrandt, Rembrandt's the Night Watch. Like I know all the famous ones, but that's like the Mona Lisa. Like that's what I know. Like I I am I am the absolute prototypical know a little bit about everything but if you get me deep into any one it's subject kind of why we do what we do i'm done <laughs> you get me to art history but i knew edward munch as leon black famously said know a lot about everything oh, no, sorry know a little about everything and a lot about nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's good all right let's move on to sports uh why don't you take the lead with sports go for it all right do you know what the oldest division one collegiate athletic conference is what is the oldest of the d1 conferences i say the big 10 you got it big yeah. 10 
just makes the most sense. They're the, Big Ten the, expanding again. Yeah, taking the teams out west because that yes. makes a lot of sense. Right. Got, Rutgers is in the same conference as, as UCLA. UCLA. Did I ever see that coming? That's just stupid. It is. This is all stupid. This is all getting very well, stupid. Well, there's a greed factor, which yes. is like all these colleges that get rights. Trust uh, me. TV the, rights. The, 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 the day of reckoning is coming hard and heavy for these people. With NIL the way it is and minor league football starting to come, you're going to see poaching, 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 and you're going to see total destruction of the hierarchy of... Uh, well, when you saw uh, Deion Sanders recruit... The number one the prospect number one to prospect a school I'd never... Right, right. Is that where he yeah, coaches? That's, right, yeah. yeah, it's like, wait, what's going yeah, on? And like Barstool's paying the bill. They gave the guy like right. a six-figure... It's it's getting crazy right. in the world of... But that's not going to last. That's a, It's an unsustainable system on multiple Well, levels. right, I mean, we're looking right now at what we're going to have is the SEC, and we're going to have the Big Ten, and that's college football, Right. I mean, and no, all the other there's not one single. I mean, if you take Notre Dame out because they're not in a conference, there's not one single football team that has a chance of winning anything outside of those two no. conferences. Once M- Texas and Oklahoma leave, too. No. Well, really, all that'll happen so, is it'll open up the path for an expanded football playoffs, and then the top teams from all those crappy little conferences will get an opportunity to get their ass uh, handed to them by the school from the SEC that has all the massive recruiting. Well, I guess, you know what? Clemson, I forgot about them. The yeah. ACC has one. If Clemson doesn't get. You know, I yeah. could see Alabama or them saying, like, we don't want Clemson, though. I, I could almost like see, see them getting. Yeah, I, I mean. I guess the Big Ten would take them, though. I don't know. I think there's a world for those programs, but it's nice at least Syracuse settled in a reasonable division, even if they stink in it. I mean, Florida State and Miami have just stunk, so. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Nick, uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez stars in what movie? Did you say Juancho? I did. I did say Juancho. Is Juancho, is this the sports round? It is the sports round. We are in the sports round. And it's Juancho what? Juancho Hernan Gomez stars in what movie? W-H-G. Juancho's a J. Yeah. If you want me to give you the clues that the rest of the world gets eventually, I can. Well, I mean, there's so many sports films and Juancho Gomez is doing nothing for him. Hernan Gomez. Juancho Hernan Gomez. Yes. Don't forget the Hernan. Hernan. Remember how I got something addressed to me the other day from like the Maldonado yes, that That's the greatest last name I've ever <laughs> right, seen. So this, this sort of rang that bell. Well, that bell. was Hernan Gonzalez or something. Right? Right? Yeah, it, was, it was Maldonado Gonzalez. All is one word. Maldonado Gonzalez. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. But as one, one name, which isn't. It's two different people. Um. Yeah, give me something. Give me a Juancho Hernan Gomez stars in what NBA-centered Adam Sandler movie? Mm, okay. NBA-centered Adam Sandler movie? Jeez. He did an NBA movie? Yeah. This is his newest movie. Oh, okay. All right. I haven't seen this yet. I do, I, I do want to see this. All right. So... Do you remember the name this, of it? Yeah, I mean, this was on my short list of stuff to watch, too. And I ended, not up, coming to you. I just ended up watching something different. Oh, Does it begin with an S? It has a very pronounced S sound in it. Uh, it's what you would tell a lazy player to do. Hustle! There you go. Oh, man. So, yeah, he's an actual NBA player. He's a tremendous NBA player. Hernan Gomez? Yeah. yeah. I Juan, didn't know Hernan Gomez. Here, I'll give you his... Uh, what uh, team is he on? I think he's on the Utah Jazz. Joe Hernan Gomez. He's also on the Spanish national team. 
But uh, yeah, Utah Jazz. Uh, okay. Juancho, Juan Alberto Juancho Hernan Gomez is a Spanish basketball player for the Utah Jazz in the NBA. Okay, so he didn't play in uh, college. Uh, Denver Nuggets for four years, Timberwolves for one year, Celtics for one year, and then Jazz. Okay, so a journeyman. Yeah, pretty much. All right, I got one for you, man. Ten points each. Two answers to this one. Okay. I'll give you the years if you want them because I give the years to the audience. Okay. On two occasions, the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year has been a team. For 10 points each, name the two teams that were named Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. And again, I'll give you the years if you'd like them. I want the Dream Team as one of them. So you're saying 1992 would be the year for that, right? Yeah. That's not it. God darn it. That's the best guess I had. I think the one year will give it away for you. And okay. The other one, good luck. I'll take the year. 1980. The the USA gold medal team. Right. So that's almost like a gimme, I feel gimme. like. Gimme. The other is 1999. Oh, God. Was it the Seattle Mariners with their record-setting uh, victories in the regular season before losing to the Yankees in, in the, the first playoffs? round of the playoffs? <laughs> it was not. 99. Who did anything? I played with a guy back there, though. He used to wear a helmet also uh, in the field. The Knicks lost in the NBA Finals that year. It wasn't very memorable or historic. I remember who did what in baseball. This is getting hard. I feel I, like this is... this. I, I'm glad the one's easy because the other one is really tough. I can't even think of anything good for that. World Cup? Oh, okay. Uh, so who won the 19... There was a World Cup in 99? There was. Uh, there was a World Cup in 99. Okay, so... Uh, who won it in 99? It wasn't Germany. Uh, Spain? The women played in 1999. Oh, so the women's U.S. Uh, the U.S. National women's team. national team, 1999 Sportsman of the Year. Uh, they, they, win, they win everything by a million points. But I think 99 might have been like the first. Was that the first one? I don't know. I don't remember the rest of the world ever being good in women's soccer. I just remember us always being good in women's soccer, which is crazy because we're so bad in men's soccer compared to the rest of the world, but so dominant in women's, it's bonkers. Yeah, I guess... Women aren't really playing. I mean, now they are. They the are. rest of the world is catching up to us. We'll find out. We're still we're still producing. We didn't win a gold talent. medal though. We didn't. We lost. Yeah. Yeah. Last the last gold medal was Canada. Oh yeah, yeah. I do remember that. But the but the Olympics is a little different than the yeah women's World Cup. It is. It's it's you can only have a certain number of players over a certain age. It's all younger players. Okay. So I wasn't sure what the rules yeah. are, but um. All right. Nick, what NBA broadcaster is being targeted by LIV Golf as a commentator? Who? What? Which? What NBA broadcaster is serious? being targeted by LIV Golf as a commentator? All right, because I just heard they just signed uh, Faraday, which is like uh, a PGA guy. Yeah, is leaving to go yep. to there. Nope. So, boy, they are relentless. This LIV. Oh, this is um, this is the reason why I'm going to tune in, though. You said an NBA. Yeah, NBA analyst. NBA analyst, like, is he a former NBA player? He is. Shaq? Or Charles? Oh, Charles Barkley. Yeah, golf. Got you. Charles Barkley. Genius. Sir Sir Charles commented. Don't you want to hear Sir Charles talk about golf while they're, I mean, that's that's what I want. 
Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna go disrupt the order, that's what I'm looking yeah, for. That's pr- absolutely genius. Oh, he's 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 hysterical too, and he's so bad at golf himself. Even though he loves it so much, that makes me even happier because oh, yeah. he's just like me. He's totally uneven. Like I, you know, I, I'm a big fan of uneven players in golf. Uh, geography history. You got another uh... Uh, geography history. Let's do it. Uh, what location in ancient Thebes was a burial site? For Egyptian royals. This is a location in ancient Thebes, a burial site for it's Egyptian... The Valley of the Kings? The Valley of the Kings. Yeah, of course. You got it. Nicely yeah, done. Absolutely. Oh, dude, you don't want to mess with me on ancient Egyptian. No, history. I don't. I still will ask for you, but <laughs> um, not I, an easy question. Who was the first pharaoh buried in the Valley of the Kings? King Tut? Mm, no. Tut actually came way, 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 way later. Um... Yeah. So, let's see, Sneferu Khufu. Uh, that was my next guess was Sneferu Khufu. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, Sneferu built, the first pyra- Sneferu built the first pyramids in Egypt, and Khufu built the Great Pyramid. Uh, and then uh, Khufu is also called Cheops, so if you hear the name Cheops, that's the, the same guy. Okay. But they, they established the Valley of the Kings. That's <clears throat> okay. All right. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, the original painting of Washington crossing the Delaware. Didn't you talk about that recently? I've talked about it before. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Was destroyed by what country's army? Oh, I asked, was it painted by an American? Right. It was like a German guy. It was painted in Germany. Yeah, you asked the true or false. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so the original painting of Washington crossing the Delaware was destroyed by what country's army? The, I will say, the English? The United States of America. Uh, we burnt something We bombed down. the building um, that that was housed in from the German painter who made the original oh, really? and destroyed it during World War II. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, so that's not the original. No. <laughs> the original was bombed in Germany. By us. That's amazing. Boy, that painting has some good, I mean, has some you good know, history behind it. I thought that was something else. That's great. That's an irony. Uh, what name was given to the Progressive Party of 1912 formed by Teddy Roosevelt? What's the um, name of the, the pro- Bull Moose Party? The Bull Moose Party. One of my favorite names ever. Isn't for that a, a political... great name? Oh, I want to join the Bull Moose Party right now. We start it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need a Bull Moose Progressive right. Party. Right. They got a jackass as one political symbol and a freaking uh, elephant. Elephant is the second. Like Bull Moose. Give me the Bull Moose. All day. Mm-hmm. All day long. All right, that's a great one. Um, my last one. This is actually tough because I didn't know the answer to this, and I got it wrong on one of those stupid true false like uh, you know things or, or one of those multiple choice ones. Okay. I never get multiple choice questions wrong because usually if you show me the answer somewhere there, it's like I'll figure it out. This one I got wrong. What country would you find Mount Thor in? Did you know there was a Mount Thor? I did not. But... Did you also know that Mount Thor has the longest vertical drop in the world? There's a point where you could go straight down, and it's something like 2,400 just before you even hit I'm going to say Sweden. That that was my guess. That's so Uh, weird. There was four choices on there. Sweden was there. I'm like, ah, Norse mythology. Let's go. Finland was one, but I'm like, I don't know. The Finnish seems spa, not mountain. It's Canada. Mount Thor is in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Go look at it. You'll see a peak like you've never seen before. You don't don't climb Where Mount in Canada, Thor. Is it uh, Banff National oh, Park? Yeah. I gotta go to Banff someday. Gorgeous, amazing. Yeah, yeah I've you been just to have Banff to go. You gotta go like in the summer. 
Oh my the, god! The weather because and, you will not make it. Right. You will not make and it I, on the drive from Calgary to Banff. Don't in the like winter. traveling in the summer, obviously. So yeah, but dude, it's worth it. Like it is. You go out to yeah, Lake, I've Lake Louise is incredible. That uh, that town is just they unbelievable. Have golf yeah, they have some of the best golf in the I wonder world. Wonder how the fishing there. is out there too. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> go some golfing and fishing. Yeah, that's a that's a guy's trip. Yeah, you know. Yes, so you can do that, it cheaper. Gotta put that on the. Gotta put that on, I agree. on the radar. Uh, all right, for entertainment, I can start you off with this one, please. What was the highest rated TV show based on a movie? The highest rated TV show based on a movie. God, why did something just flash in my head and then disappear? Because it's weird. Usually, you'd have the yeah, 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 never, yeah. Like they tried to make Ferris Bueller the TV show, it didn't work, right? But that yeah. that kind of uh, that kind yes, of thing usually it does not work. This is God, something. Something work. is su- such a standout, but it, but it's just not hitting me. Like, but I know it's there. I know it's sitting there. Now, was the Fugitive was a movie based on a TV show, right? Yep, that was a popular TV show. They did that, that a lot. They did a lot That's of more like common movies in the '90s based from TV shows from the '60s right. and '70s. Take the Star premise Trek, of it, right? Yeah, just but all of it was taking the premise of it and then condensing it. They into, made a Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, yeah, all those. Um, God. I gotta rewatch that. TV show based on a movie. What if my kids? It's not animated, is it? It is not. Okay, that's helpful. Um, I I just got nothing. You're gonna get. I'll give you a clue. Okay, I'll take. This is the highest rated TV episode ever. Mash. That's right. Mash started as a movie. Mash was a movie. That's right. I knew that. I absolutely knew. Darn it. That should have been my guess. I, I just read something about Mash too. I think I that some people get that one. Yeah, it's very, very good. good um, something about how like they took like Radar, the guy that played Radar. Okay, they have, like, Radar. A really sad story or something. You mean in real life? Yeah, the guy who played yeah. Radar. I think like I read some story where like they promised him his own gay? show and uh, it fell through. Like it was just like a really bad. Like it didn't end well. Right. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was literally reading about it a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I can't remember the guy, the guy's name. I was not a fan of MASH. Like, I, no, I didn't like I it. I absolutely hated it. Like, whatever like, the humor like was at the time in which it was. It's, I, I, and it would be like. It, it was, was so it was over my head. It was I was a kid, so it was like, on all the right, time. Right, I was like, get home from school. It's like 4 o'clock, and then MASH would be on. Right. I, I could watch something. Welcome Back, Connor, and laugh because it was just stupid, like, funny, yeah. you know. Mash. But MASH just killed me. Oh, that was awful. It's not funny to me at all. Um, Nick, British-American guitar player Saul Hodson is better known by what name? Okay. British-American? British American. Not sure. I feel like that's hurting me here for some reason. That's not a. I, is this? I, I'm going to say this is not a guy who's known for being in a British band. Hundred percent. Okay. Right. You are hundred percent right. So right. Throwing, you're throwing me off with well, that. That's bro- why the word American appears okay. there because right. he was All born right. in Trent on the Stoke. He was born in okay. the UK so and born ra- in the UK and raised for a partial but time. Came to prominence in America. Hundred percent. And was raised in America. Okay, That's sounds like British. Slash. It is Slash. Yeah. You got. Did you know he was born in I did not, the UK? But man, that guy I, can play guitar. Oh, can he? It, it so was what's his real name Saul. Yeah, his real name is Saul Hodson. Oh gosh. Yeah, he's got. Uh, he's got a British life. father who, who he was born in the UK. And then he moved over to L.A. when he was at you L.A. Know, yeah, uh, that's where you think. I thought he was from L.A. Right, of course. Because but he was born in Stoke on the Trent. That he kind of. Right, if I said uh, true or false, 
Slash was born in Stoke <laughs> on the Trent, UK. I mean, right. it seems hard to... Right. But um, look out for the picture round of celebrities with a single name. Okay. Slash, Sting. You got edge. any others you want to... The Edge. That's a good one. But oh, I, I guess that's not a that's, single name. That's, I need one. I need yeah, one. I can't right. have a the. It can be no those because that's a whole other round. Right. The. Yeah. Yeah. The something. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Um, Shakira. Fit into that. Shakira. Neo. Neo. It's a good one because I was going to ask. I asked what R&B uh, royalty <laughs> shares his name with a Keanu Reeves character. Okay. Different Neo. spelling. Yes. Doesn't matter. Same name. All right. I have a uh, monster for my last question. Oh, I like monsters. This is. All right. Let me see how I'm going to. Uh, okay. So what I'm going to do is there's three answers to this. Okay. But one of them I would say is ungettable okay. in a way. So I don't even want to bring it in as a bonus. So it's just what I'm going to do is any two ten points each of the three. Okay. Okay. Name, the th- name any two of the three men nominated for best actor and best screenplay for the same film. Now, it's happened three times. You got to get 10 points each here. So the actor was nominated for best actor, didn't have to win it, just had to be nominated. And the same person was nominated for the same film for best screenplay. Didn't have to win it, just had to be nominated. It's happened three times. So the guy starred in it, he wrote the screenplay, and was nominated best Matt Damon? No, it's not Matt Damon. Darn. Matt Damon won screenplay, but he was not nominated for Best Actor. <clears throat> but that's a hell of a guess. That was the best one that came to I mean, mind. that really... Well, there's one that is just so... Oh, iconic. Rocky. Yes. That's, Sylvester that's Stallone. That's the one I hope people get. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. People know Stallone. Sylvester Stallone sure, sure. wrote Rocky. As you were saying, there's one. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's one of the greatest movies yeah, ever. Yeah, yesterday, literally. I've passed the uh, art museum three times in the last, like, three nights. <laughs> so <laughs> That's pretty, true. That's true. You went should. to three straight days of concerts <laughs> yes. right in the art shadows of that. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. yeah so. Bill Burr's greatest line ever in the city of Philadelphia is, you worship a fake boxer as your athletic god, but the best <laughs> real boxer of all time you treat like trash. Bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> fucking Rocky is your hero. The whole pride of your city is built around a fucking guy who doesn't even exist. You got fucking Joe Frazier is from there, but he's black, so you can't fucking deal with him. So you make a fucking statue for some three-foot fucking Italian, you stupid Nothing for it. you. Got a statue of a fake boxer out in front of your headquarters. That is too funny. <laughs> this is the greatest. Like, he, he tore Philadelphia apart. Ugh. I got to put that in if I can remember. Gosh, you know what's funny? Because yeah, I just looking this up because that Matt Damon guess was so good. But um, Robin Williams won the Academy for best Award supporting, supporting, but Matt Damon wasn't, wasn't even nominated, nominated, which is crazy. which is so surprising. Yeah, I'm thinking back on it. Uh, there is one more if you want it. I mean, there's two more. I said one is like ungettable, and the right. other is you, you just want them. Yeah. I, All right. So uh, the one that I deemed ungettable really is uh, Charlie Chaplin <laughs> for the Great Dictator, which yeah, I course. think was the one talk movie he, he did, was. He did a talk. Hi, 
My favorite is Gilbert Godfrey. <coughs> doing an old Charlie Chaplin. Doing interviews. It's Groucho Marx, is it? Oh, yeah, it is. It is a, it is a Charlie Chaplin's <laughs> old Groucho Marx. <laughs> You're totally right. Good call. But I assume that's also what Charlie Chaplin sounded like later in life also. Uh, the other guy was Orson Welles. Oh, who wrote Citizen Kane. No, or Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But I didn't even know that he wrote that, so. Yeah, yeah he directed it more so, you think. I, I might have asked it. you this in the last couple of days because it was a conversation piece, but I wanted to get it in there. Before Cheers, what TV show uh, paired the Charles Brothers and James Burroughs for what would become a legendary series of contributions? One more time. Before Cheers. What TV show paired the Charles Brothers and James Burroughs? Taxi? Taxi. All right. Correct. That's, oh. where the, that's, uh, that's the first show they worked on together. They met on the Mary Tyler Moore show, um, but only as, like, uh, uh, like pe- they worked- pieces. Yeah. Okay. It, one of them, uh, Burroughs directed, and they were on the set, and the brothers were there uh, and met him. So, so what was Taxi? A couple years before Cheers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, late it looks 70s more da- like when you watch 80s. Taxi, it looks older than. Cheers. Yeah, I wasn't a, sure which one. It's was funny. Close, there's so a this uh, amazing book called directed by uh, James Burroughs that Burroughs wrote about like the history of these shows. You gotta read it. It's just incredible, and the Taxi stuff is great, and the Cheers stuff is great. But a lot of like Cheers came from Taxi, like the thoughts behind it. Night Court came directly from James Burroughs' head because of Harry the Hat. So somebody's like, hey, do you have a guy that could be a lead guy? I got this show idea. And oh, he, was it the same two guys that did Night Court? Well, Harry Anderson, it wasn't the same two. I think the 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 Burroughs. Or, or, yeah, the, uh, the Bur- not the Burroughs, but the uh, Charles Brothers might have done Night Court. Okay. But as he was explaining the story, Harry Anderson, who was a real-life magician, right? He made his money doing three-card Monty on the street for real. And he goes, he was lucky to stay alive because a couple of times he did that to the wrong guy. Yeah. And the guy's like, I'm going to kill you. Right. Um, he doesn't look like the type of guy that really could handle himself. No, so he <laughs> built that so whole like... character persona into his Cheers bit, you uh-huh. know, where Harry's always trying to scam Sam. Yeah. Like, my favorite one was where he's like, uh, uh, he, he uh, tries to get out without paying his bill. But before that, he goes out uh, with Diane into the pool room and he helps her cover the table, right? So as he's walking out, uh, he goes, hey, Harry, you didn't pay your tip. He goes, oh, I paid Diane in the back. He goes, Diane, is that true? And he goes, yeah, it's covered. (laughs) (laughs) And he just walks out. It's a good one. Yeah, it's it's a great line. So, yeah, Taxi was the the formation. But Rhea Perlman uh, played Danny DeVito's love interest on Taxi. And that's where they they found her for for, uh, Carla. Right. Because they're married, right? Oh, yeah, they're married in real life. Well, I think they're divorced now. Oh, did they split up? Yeah. Um, all right. That's Good all I got. That's, That's it. it. All right. It's a wrap. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.